This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Saturday the 28th of May. I'm Ellie House. And I'm Holly Keogh. A former rebel seeks to become Colombia's first leftist president. My name is Gustavo Petro and I am going to be your president. And it's day 94 of the war in Ukraine. There are things to discuss with the Russian leader. I'm not telling you that to me. Our people are eager to talk to him. But we have to face the realities of what we are living through. The Times Daily World Briefing. Today, we begin in Colombia, where a political shakeup could be on the horizon. Voters in the South American country are preparing to head to the polls on Sunday to vote for their next president. The favourite to win, leftist rebel turned politician Gustavo Petro. With a promise to expand social programmes, raise taxes on the rich and bring in a publicly controlled healthcare system, Petro is hoping to become Colombia's first leftist president. It would be a significant political shift for one of Latin America's most conservative societies. Petro made his final appeal to voters during a TV debate last night. There are really two options, either maintain things the way they are in Colombia or change them. If we keep things as they are, today's summary would be corruption, violence and hunger. If we want to change, we can move towards peace, towards productive progress, towards a transparent democracy. Petro, former mayor of Bogota and now a sitting senator, used to be a member of the leftist urban militia M19. In his 20s, he was arrested by the army for illegal arms possession. Jorge Restrepo is a political analyst. Gustavo Petro is a nationalist and leftist politician, just like the nationalist left party guerrilla group he used to be a part of, a person who made peace and who has been politically active in peace for more than 24 or 25 years. He is a person who has been able to interpret the feeling of change and mainly a great discontent in Colombian society after the deep recession during the year in the fight against coronavirus pandemic. The 62-year-old support comes in large part from Colombia's youth, demanding radical change in a country split by racial and social inequality. There are nearly 9 million voters aged 28 or younger, making up nearly a quarter of the electorate. 
the leading candidate's message for voters before Sunday's first round of voting. My name is Gustavo Petro and I'm going to be your president. We move to Ukraine on day 94 of the Russian invasion. Ukrainian troops may have to withdraw from the eastern city of Severodonetsk, the largest Donbass city still held by Ukraine. The governor of the region said on Telegram that his troops may need to retreat in order not to be surrounded. It comes as Russian forces are advancing in the east after a series of defeats and retreats in the north of Ukraine. A Severodonetsk withdrawal could bring Russian President Vladimir Putin closer to his stated aim of capturing eastern Ukraine's Luhansk and Next regions in full. Meanwhile, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has said that the country needs to face reality and talk with Putin if it wants to end the war. There are things to discuss with the Russian leader. I'm not telling you that to me. Our people are eager to talk to him. I want to underline that there is not much eagerness, but we have to face the realities of what we are living through and what we will live through. What do we want from this meeting, you have asked? We all want to get back what's ours. We want our lives back, return of normal life. We want to reclaim the life of a sovereign country. We want the return of our territory. Zelensky warned that Russia doesn't appear to be ready for serious peace talks, but Putin has suggested to the Austrian Chancellor that he is open to some discussions. Chancellor Karl Niehammer said that President Putin told him during a phone call that Moscow would meet its natural gas delivery commitments to Austria and was ready to discuss a prisoner swap with Ukraine. He described the conversation as a chance to confront Putin with the realities of the war in Ukraine and discuss prospects for humanitarian solutions. On the way, juror deliberations begin in the trial of Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard, and archaeologists dig up an entire lost city. The Times Daily World Briefing. The United Nations Security Council is publicly split over sanctions for North Korea, the first time since it began punishing the East Asian country in 2006. This week, China and Russia vetoed a US-led push to impose new sanctions on North Korea over its renewed ballistic missile launches. It came a day after the country fired three missiles following US President Joe Biden's trip to Asia. Linda Thomas-Greenfield is the US ambassador to the United Nations. It goes without saying that this is a disappointing day for this council. The Council has refused to take action in response to the DPRK's unlawful launching of intercontinental ballistic missiles. I wish I could say I am surprised. The Chinese and Russian envoys said additional sanctions would be ineffective. Tensions are rising in the Gulf as Iran has seized two Greek tankers in one of the world's busiest shipping lanes. Athens said Iranian naval helicopters landed on the two tankers, taking the crew hostage. Among them were two Greek citizens. This comes after Tehran warned it would take punitive action against Athens after it impounded an Iranian-flagged vessel near the coast of Evia due to EU sanctions. The United States later confiscated the Iranian oil held on board. Iran's Revolutionary Guard said that the Greek tankers were seized due to violations. Greece called the seizure of its cargo a clear example of piracy. Times of London Daily World Briefing Jurors have begun deliberations in the celebrity trial of the year, Johnny Depp's defamation case against his ex-wife Amber Heard. 
It's been six weeks of dramatic and often graphic testimony, with every detail televised and watched by millions worldwide. The Pirates of the Caribbean actor is suing Heard for $50 million, saying she defamed him when she claimed she was the victim of domestic abuse. Depp argues that Heard was the abuser in their relationship. Entertainment attorney Mitra Ahurayan says that there is no clear winner. Juries sometimes are crapshoots, and because of that, I'm sure, you know, with a case like this, with the celebrity aspect, with the reality show vibe of the whole thing, um, I think that they were comfortable and confident that they could sway a jury to consider things beyond just the law. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With the latest from the Monaco Grand Prix, here's John Jackson. Formula One would be making a wrong move if it dropped the Monaco Grand Prix. That's according to the sport's former chief executive, Bernie Eccleston. The Mediterranean Principality is in contract discussions amid healthy debate about the future of the showcase race. With the F1 calendar ever increasing with new races, such as the 2023 Las Vegas Grand Prix. There's been speculation that the race weekend in Monaco, which has been part of the fabric of the sport since the very first World Championship season in 1950, could be held every other year. With this year's event taking place this weekend, Eccleston said it would be a huge mistake to make the race biennial. So far this weekend, the Ferraris have set the pace, with the race set to start at 3pm local time on Sunday afternoon. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. Moving into the upside down. Yes, the hit Netflix series, Stranger Things, has returned for its fourth and penultimate season. The first seven episodes were released on Friday. In advance of their premiere, this week paranormal rifts were projected onto landmarks in 14 different countries, in reference to the spooky alternate dimension featured in the show. After nearly three years since it was last on our screens, fans have been binge-watching the so-called supersized season, featuring longer episodes and older characters. And finally, archaeologists celebrate all discoveries large and small, historical coins, bones, or if they're lucky, an entire lost city. The ruins of an ancient Mayan city have been uncovered on a construction site near Merida in Mexico. The site, called Ziol, has features of the Mayan Puk style of architecture, archaeologists said. They think that more than 4,000 people lived there. Leading archaeologist Carlos Peraza estimates it was occupied between 600 and 900 AD, nearly 1,500 years ago. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Saturday the 28th of May. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. 
Your History is a new podcast brought to you from The Times, and it brings together the real-life stories from our obituaries desk, which have been published for over a century. In this brand new show, we build on this legacy and explore the endlessly fascinating lives who have enriched and informed our own. Join me and our sponsor, Ancestry, as we journey through your history.